Welcome to the Feed Your Soul Gospel Reflections Podcast, presented by Dynamic Catholic. Over the next several minutes, you will receive inspiration and encouragement. We hope will meet you where you are and lead you to where God is calling you to be. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com. There were only about 11 or 12 of us inside of this big church, but we didn't care because we weren't there to be a part of a group anyway. We were there for daily mass. We were there and, and, and each day that we were there and Father Juan was presiding, there would be this incredible moment, okay? There'd be this amazing moment right at the time of the consecration when Father Juan, he would hold up the host as high as he possibly could and he would say, this is Jesus. This is Jesus. And I've never heard anybody say that phrase that passionately, that sincerely, that profoundly as Father Juan would say it. And it would be amazing. I was the youngest person there by 60 years. And that's that's actually not an exaggeration. Uh, the people that I was with, they weren't shy about a lot of things, in particular about what their age was and the differences. And I was the youngest person by 60 years. There's about 10 or 11 of us that would go to daily mass at St. Cassian's in Upper Montclair. And, and we, we loved spending the time together. And it was, it was a great group because despite the difference, we really enjoyed each other's company. And we certainly profited from the many prayers said for one another. And in this particular point in time in my life, daily mass, it was, it was the high point of my life. It was the high point of, of my days and it was because of something that God was doing in me during that time. And he was doing it through just the, the, the passion and the sincerity and the authenticity of, of Father Juan. Father Juan, right before the Lamb of God, and, and before he said the words, Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Father Juan, he would, he would raise the host as high as his arms could possibly reach. And he would say slowly and loudly, with every ounce of passion he could possibly muster, he would say, this is Jesus. This is Jesus. And then he would just hold that position for as long as he could stand it. And I mean, sometimes it would last several minutes. At first I thought, this is unnecessary and uncomfortable. And even a part of me was like, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't following the letter of the law here. You know, like it's... It, we're about to receive communion here, Father Juan. What's going on? And even a cynical part of me thought, you know what? Maybe this is all for show. Is Father Juan really, is, is he legit here? But two things happened that changed my mind, right? Two things. The first is I overheard him one morning after Mass begging the sacristan to always leave him like the large host and, and not the tiny one that people consume for communion. He's like, please, please, the people, they need Jesus and how can they know how much they need Jesus if they can't see him? So please help me bring Jesus to the people. It was really real for him. I mean, really real and deeply personal. That host was no symbol for Father Juan when he said, this is Jesus. He meant it. He meant it. It was Jesus. And he was giving Jesus to the people. He was giving Jesus to me. The second thing that changed my mind of you know, my cynical approach to Father Juan there, was how his words, how this is Jesus, infiltrated the rest of my day. Each day I would walk out into the world after Mass with the phrase, this is Jesus, just ringing between my ears. 
So I, I, I'd, I'd be driving to work after mass and I'd get cut off as it often happens you know, when you're driving in New Jersey, you get cut off often. And I heard Father Juan in my head say, this is Jesus. This is a moment of sanctification. Then I'd be at work in the 11th cold call of the day after 10 straight brutal rejections. His voice would be there and he would say, this is Jesus doing your duty well, sanctifies you. It was there then when my boss would interrupt me again during my lunch break, my private time to recuperate from all of the rejections of cold calls. And I'd hear, this is Jesus before you. It's not your boss, it's Jesus. And it was there when my roommate, seeing I had a tough day, did his share of the dirty dishes and mine. And I'd hear, this is Jesus loving you and caring for you. And Jesus was everywhere. He was everywhere. He was everywhere asking, asking me to love him and serve him and receive him. With as many holy moments as I could muster and as many holy moments as I could recognize. And for the first time in my life, the mass it gave me the eyes to see it. it, it it's, like, it's like those two guys who are walking down the road to the Emmaus, right? They couldn't see Jesus. They were blind to him. They couldn't see him. And then Jesus breaks the bread and they're, and they're like, oh my gosh, that's Jesus. I can finally see him. I, that was what was happening to me. I'd go out in the world to be like, oh, Jesus is everywhere. And you know, Jesus, he's very clear. He's super clear on the whole, this is actually my body, blood, soul, and divinity thing. Because the Eucharist, it may be the thing he is most clear and explicit about in all of the Gospels. It's not bread and it's not wine. It's Jesus. It's him. He is the living bread and unless we eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, we will have no life within us. When he's asked to clarify about this, like, hey, what are you really talking about? Jesus says in today's Gospel, in five separate ways, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my love, blood, you will have no life within you. Jesus means it. Everybody around him leaves. We're talking like thousands of people who walk away from Jesus. And Jesus, he turns to, he turns to the disciples, the 12 that are left with him. And he's like, are you going to, are you going to go too? He doesn't say, oh, I guess I better walk that teaching back. No, he literally looks at them and goes, you know what? I'm going to risk everybody knowing that they have a chance at salvation in, in my death and resurrection, I am going to, I'm going to chance it and I'm going to place, I'm going to stake all of it here on the teaching of the Eucharist. I'm going to stake all of it on here. And if you leave, you leave, but I'm not changing this. I'm giving my flesh and my blood for life, for the world. And Jesus is willing to do that because he means it. When we go to Mass on Sunday, it really is Jesus. So if you will, I, I want you to do a favor for me, okay? For the next month, every time you go to Mass, when you go up to receive communion, repeat the words of Father Juan. Say, this is Jesus. Repeat it again and again as you walk from the pew to the altar. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. And don't stop. Keep saying it. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. And then go out into the world and find all the holy moments, all the opportunities that you have to give and receive Jesus, to be and to know Jesus. Because when, when you see him, when you really see him in the mass, then you see him everywhere. Thank you for listening. We hope this episode nourished your soul. For more great content like this, or to experience this program in video format, go to dynamiccatholic.com.